Hey, hey! So excited to have you here. Maybe this is a coincidence, but I don't believe in those. I believe that everything in our life happens with reason. And that's why I believe that you are here today, because you are meant for more. Yes, you are! My name is Barbara, and I want to share my journey with you. Talk about personal growth and challenges that we are all facing. But I also want to encourage you to ask different questions so you can find and live your purpose. I invite you to be curious, to think outside the box and step out of your comfort zone. Join me and discover how to unlock your potential, take responsibility and create life on your own terms. Hello, amazing soul. Welcome to another episode of You Are Meant For More. And you know what? Today, I just want to remind you that you are meant for more. And that's why I want to just share again why I started this podcast. Because my true and honest intention was to inspire others to believe. To believe in themselves, their abilities and inherent power that we all have within. We are powerful beings able to create the world around us. And by that, I mean that we are able to attract the things, people and situations that will help us grow and glow. On the other hand, as our thoughts are powerful and they can create magic, they can also keep us playing small because our ego often doesn't want us to change. It fears that it would disappear. So yeah, we can easily get stuck into some situations that feel like stagnancy, unfulfillment or loss of hope. Well, I hope that you know that it's not about hope. You should not be hoping that you can change your situation. Don't hope for better. Just decide that you know that there is so much more in this world for you. And you deserve it. No thing defines you. No background, no family, no place. The only person who defines who you are and who you want to become is you. So where it starts and where it ends. Let me share with you few things that I learned on my journey so far and feel free to take whatever can serve you. For start, I just want to remind you that you should always be evaluating where you are. Don't go through the life floating and without direction. The more clear you are about your direction, the sooner things will unfold for you. Reflect honestly, be raw and just see What in your life is in a place at the moment, meaning that you feel happy about it, it feels like ease, it makes you feel good and you are showing up for yourself in that area. And then reflect on things that don't bring you ease, things that you would like to change or improve, something that feels off. Take a moment. If you have a journal and you want to pause podcast now and just write down some things, do so. If not now, have the question in mind and maybe do it later. But reflect on your own journey and just see, okay, what brings me joy and fulfillment? And then write down what you would like to happen in those areas that you want to change. Now you may think, yeah, Vara, I know I'm not satisfied, but I'm not sure what exactly I can do. What should I change? I don't see the way. Well, the thing is, Sometimes we don't know the exact steps, but we can make small changes. We have to have the courage to take action, whatever that means for you. And it doesn't have to be 360 shift. You can just incorporate some little changes that are important for you and create more space to do those things that give meaning to you and your life. 
You know, I talk with people who are close to burnout and maybe it looks like they should be happy with their job and paycheck. But if it's just like so hard for your mental health and you're empty inside, what's the point? Maybe you are happy with what you do, but then you feel like there are not many things that actually bring you fulfillment. So I would ask you, you know, invite you to, again, reflect and challenge you to really dive into those questions. What lights up your soul? What activities make you lose track of time? Think about those moments when you felt truly alive. It could be a hobby, a creative pursuit, or a long-lost interest that once brought you immense joy. But for some reason, there was no longer space for it in your schedule. So yeah, it is about exploring your passions and finding those things that are aligned with you, with your values and with your deepest desires. And now maybe you think, but how will I know if something is the right choice? You won't. Nobody can guarantee. But one thing is a great indicator and you should practice this. Pay attention on how it feels. That might sound simple, but the truth is, how many times you've been doing some things that didn't feel like you? You know that feeling in your stomach or heaviness on your shoulders or in your chest when something is just, oh, it's not right, it's off, but you do it because you have your reasons. You maybe felt you had to do it. So why not now ask yourself, what would I like to do more of? You know, you have to allow yourself to explore, to experience, to fail, to win, to have fun. If you stay still because you want to avoid certain pain, you don't want to make mistakes, you are also missing out on the joy that might be waiting on the other side. So this is an open invitation. Ask yourself, what do I really want? And if you don't have an answer, ask again and again and again until you come a little bit closer to some excitement around your answer. And don't feel bad if you don't know the answer. It just means that you might go on an adventure to discover more about yourself. You have to start to ask better questions. Questions that allow curiosity and new perspectives. Not questions that are focused on the problem. You know, I lived on autopilot for 27 years. Never asking myself, what do I really want? I believe that things are defined, but it was just a limiting belief that kept me in my small bubble. So I was doing the things I thought I was supposed to do, the things that other people expected me to do, the things that seemed obvious to follow, such as finding a job in the field of my studies, narrowing down my possibilities, and playing small. That was all my path. And if I hadn't been there where I felt miserable, I would never come to the place where I own my inner peace and I'm connected to my passions. So yeah, I want to tell you, never stop dreaming. If you see what other people might have or they do, first of all, comparison is dangerous. But if you are already looking at other people, don't be focused on what they have and you don't have like why I am not there, that way you're just limiting yourself. Just switching that perspective to if they can do it, I can too, 
will give you the drive to move forward. That's at least how I see the world. If I see somebody who is successful, first of all, I remind myself that's not where they started. Uh-uh. They also had their journey. So I'm just seeing their peak and highlight and maybe 10 or 7 or 5 years in, right? And I'm just starting out, let's say. So you cannot compare. And then another thing is like, wait, if that person can do it, why I cannot? So just ask yourself, why couldn't you do something? What is that that's stopping you? So whatever you say to yourself is only excuse. And then the next question that we often ask, and it's not really serving us, is, is it the right time? It will never be the right time, okay? As things are moving and changing constantly. This means if you focus on that perfect moment to do something about your life, you might never find that moment. It is about getting out there and learning and adapting as you go. The more action you take, the more you learn, and some things are simply uncovering themselves on that path. So, for example, I decided to dive into the coaching world. Just one day I said, yeah, I want to find a coach and I want to be a coach. Suddenly, my coach Julia reached out to me in mastermind group that I was part of. So I was already in those self-development programs. And she just reached out and there was a thought, right? I had that thought. I started to explore options. I was actually in contact with her and another kind of company. I did the research. And so within just a few weeks, I hired a coach. I worked on my niche and I started, you know, to dive in into that world. And then again, within three months, I enrolled in the Breathwork Academy as I felt calling. So the moment I started to be open, to explore and to listen to my intuition, from that moment, things started to show up in my life. Just opportunities and people started to show up. I wasn't sure if the breathwork was the right choice. I had my doubts. (laughs) I was overthinking that too. But I couldn't ignore that inside voice which was clear. It was clear urge to act. So I just knew I had to do it. I can't even explain, but I just knew. And so now, eight months later, I just know that this was the best decision I did, I dare to say, in my life. Because I found my passion. And it just goes deeper and deeper as I want to explore later on somatic alignment and energy work. And I want to immerse myself in those things as I go. So also to answer the question when it ends, you know, when you start your journey, how you start, but when it ends, it's never done. It never ends. And that's why you can't make it wrong. As long as you keep moving, searching, evolving, growing and expanding, you're living. That's the joy of this beautiful life. To experience life, I believe, is what makes it so vibrant. That's living. Then you feel alive when you're experiencing the life. So how are you living your life? Ask yourself, where are you at? Are you being vibrant and alive? And how can you be more vibrant and more alive, right? So ask yourself, Are you settling? Are you waiting? Are you hoping? And if so, 
What do you need? People who inspire you and encourage you? A supportive community? A mentor? A coach? More clarity? What is there for you to do about that? Just think, what drives you through your life? Fear or fate? You can always learn more, educate yourself, build more connections, find like-minded people and change your environment if it weighs you down. Just don't be afraid that you'll make a wrong choice because you can always make it right and try to make it smart, right? So I will also share with you some things that I had to work on to heal and integrate into my life so that I can feel more at ease. I had to stop worrying so much about what other people would think about me, about the things I do. That was like the first thing. And I could do that only when I got to know myself and why I needed that validation. I really had to heal and learn and allow myself actually just to approve of myself first. So it was not about if that person or that person will approve of me. Do I approve of myself? And now I want to ask you, do you approve of yourself? You can do a super simple and interesting practice. I heard this from Louisa Hay, uh, where you just affirm to yourself, simple sentence, affirmation, I approve of myself, I approve of myself, I approve of myself. Try to say that a few hundred times through the day or how much you can and just see. When you say that sentence, what comes up? what comes to the surface. You know, because when you want to approve of yourself, then maybe some things that you're actually not approving will come to the surface. So try it out and see what are the thoughts that will show up. And then next thing is actually worthiness. And I believe it's a tough one. I believe that many of us don't truly believe that we deserve those things that we want, that we say that we want. And I don't even know where to start around this because I could talk so much about it. But just uncovering those deep core beliefs is the first step. And then deep inner work follows. And you just have to know that you are worthy just by being born, just by being you. And all that validation and approval that we seek. I would always say like what you're trying to avoid. You know, if you want to get approval and validation, okay. But are you avoiding judgment, a criticism? Uh, maybe you think you won't fit in. Like wh what's that that you actually want to feel worthy, right? And who is that that need to approve of you so let's move on to the next one and it's perfectionism that was something that I really had to deal with so perfectionism for me was a wall behind which I was hiding the wall that served me as an excuse I could perfect things for months and then keep myself from taking action right and it's also closely related with procrastination I won't go too deep into those, but I just want to share with you all these things that can be like on your path that you have to acknowledge, have to understand, 
have to accept and have to integrate so that you can feel whole and that you can heal. So I also needed to work with overthinking. Hey, have you ever find yourself overthinking anything? You know, if you feel that you always think about what you think before you even think that and what others will think if you think that they think, whoa, do you see where I'm going? Overthinking is another form of trying to do things right to be approved because if you do it wrong, what might happen? You might be judged and criticized and who wants that? And again, it goes back to that opinion of others and the need for approval. The same with having a hard time making decisions or being indecisive. I think it's pretty clear how that fits into this picture together with being people pleaser. Let's say, if I would often act based on how I think others will react, it would make it really hard to stay true to myself, right? So you then become very indecisive and you start to overthink because you want to consider every decision that might have negative outcome because you want to avoid negative outcome, which can be judged and criticized, which then means that you need to overthink everything you're doing because every time you want to behave or think or say something, you need to consider how others might react to that how that will make them feel. And if you're trying to make everybody happy, it just doesn't work. It can work for a while, but it can become really hard for you. And you can start to doubt your own choices, ignore your own needs, and basically just move further from who you really are because you stopped acting in alignment with your soul and your needs and that what you believe is truth and your values as you're trying to make everybody else pleased. So it takes very long time for every decision if you consider how your decision will affect others and then you overthink it. So you probably see how this all is interconnected and just makes your life so complicated if you fell into those patterns and then also i had to learn that my worthiness doesn't equal my productivity so i had to overcome that fear of missing out today i know that when i allow myself to pause to reset and connect with myself i can actually get in connection with those inspired ideas that come when you're not pushing yourself when you're not forcing it so there's a lot about allowing being open letting things in letting things go too right it doesn't have to be hard that's also something that i want to tell you it really doesn't have to be hard i don't know where we learned that we just learned that we need to work hard do more do a lot I'm not saying that you can be lazy and not do anything. I'm just saying that action is different when it's inspired action and when it's a forced action that you do just of sake for doing it because you really, really, really want to get something done. And then maybe that action is not even moving the needle for you. So yeah, be smart with choosing the actions. Actually, not smart, just try to take some time to feel alignment and get inspiration because you have it within you 
So yeah, also healing like uh, money wounds and changing my relationship with money was important thing to do on my journey. And it goes back to that limiting beliefs and our mindset. But there are certain practices that help to work on that relationship. And they're also funny, I would say. So yeah, I shared some of these topics in my previous episodes and I'm always deepening my understanding and also telling you that you can do the work, but it's never done. As you grow, you go to that next level, you always need upgrades. You're changing and then you're getting more understanding and as you're expanding, you're just upgrading also all these things that you already been doing, right? So it just becomes easier if you work on that constantly, finding ways how to check in with yourself, be okay with where you are, find certain things and areas in your life where you want to upgrade and then just think what needs to change for you in order to grow and tap into your full potential. So yeah, I shared many questions with you and I hope those reflections can actually help you to look at your life, at your journey and try to really figure out what direction you want to go, what is something that you can do, how you can upgrade your life, how you can change things and find more joy and more fulfillment. And really, like if I think of this year, what I want more in 2024, I want more fun, more ease, more freedom. And I believe we all want that. So it might be different for you, than different for me and for somebody else but you have to figure out what that is for you and then find you know what that is and do more of that have more fun enjoy more take good care of yourself because you deserve it If you enjoyed today's episode and would like to stay connected, you can subscribe to the podcast. I would love to hear from you. If you have any comments, suggestions, or questions, feel free to reach out to me on social media. I'll be delighted to connect with you and also create content that resonates with you the most. Thank you for tuning in, wishing you a lovely day, and until next time...